Hello and welcome back to another episode of Couch Potato Critics. I'm Shirley. I'm Miriam. And I'm Carly. And today we are going to be discussing The Breakfast Club, which is Carly's pick and the last movie in our theme of John Hughes movies. Yes. So, Miriam, do you want to start us off with the synopsis for The Breakfast yes, Club? Yes, because I totally pulled that up like I was so <laughs> Imagine being prepared for Miriam is never prepared for well, a podcast. I always forget that. I pull up other stuff, but I always forget the synopsis. While she's pulling it up, I'll tell you guys that well, I have literally two down. minutes ago. Five high school listen, students. <laughs> two minutes ago, if we sound a little bit different, it's because Carly bought us a second microphone. Yeah. So, yeah, so either this will sound so awful. Or it'll sound okay. Yeah, you won't hear... Us, us, us like, throwing the mic, like, playing football with the mic. Hot potato. <laughs> okay, so, five high school students from different walks of life endure a Saturday detention under a power-hungry principal. The disparate group includes Rebel John, Princess Claire, Outcast Allison, Brainy Brian, and Andrew the Jock. Each has a chance to tell his or her story, making the others see them a little differently. And when the day ends, the, they question whether the school will ever be the same. I really love the alliteration for, like, Brainy Brian. And uh, also, that synopsis also gives a lot away to the plot. I mean, I, I actually, like, um, so whenever, like, I watch a movie, like, I'll, you know, maybe, like, during the first few scenes, I'll, like, read a few things about it and, like, there were everything was like kind of giving it why? away. Why? Why would you do <laughs> no, that? Like not spoilers, just like the like the synopsis. Why? Why you're watching the damn thing? Uh, yeah. So um, I I don't. Why, I want to know why the hell do you do that? Because I want to know what I'm like, getting myself into. But the, the thing is, you don't even do it before. You do it during. <laughs> that was the weird so part. So in a movie theater, do you just whip out your phone? Wikipedia. No, I'm not. I'm not one of those people. I'm not I don't think those people, people exist. <laughs> No, people that, like, are on their phones in the movie theater, well, those people are the I, worst. I think, I, I was talking about people looking up the synopsis. You know, like, the, um, there's always, like, like they always... to a concert and looking up the band <laughs> as you're there. <laughs> looking up their, like, the set list. <laughs> like, um, the, you have to pull up the words. You know what is always so scary to me? Like, if, if someone invites me to a concert of a band I don't know and you're awkwardly, like, standing there because you don't know the lyrics... Like that have would you ever been invited? <laughs> I have been. I didn't go though, but like I was gonna go, but I was. Who like, was I'm it? Not gonna... The Backstreet Lovers, I think. I thought you were to say the boys, and I was like, no. Backstreet's <laughs> um, back. All right. That was so good. I know. Thank you. I think you should be in a boy band, Carly. I think you'd fit in. <laughs> I so... don't know if I have the right parts for that. <laughs> 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 so. I guess getting right into it, I wrote some notes, um, like I did last time, and this movie had so many, like, iconic scenes in it that I think I've seen before that, like, I didn't realize were from this movie, but the first note that I wrote was just me saying that I really enjoyed, like, so there's, like, the opening scene where they show, like, different parts of the, the empty high school, and it's very, like, messed up, like, things are, you know, like, the locker room is messy, and there's, like, this one locker that's blown up. We later learn what that means. Um, but I wrote that I really enjoyed the opening shots of the still things around the school, and I think it really captures the random quirks of a high school building, because a lot of times, like, in TV, you'll see, like, this, you know, perfectly clean high school, and that's not true. High schools are very dirty. There's rats. a lot of gr- the Mice, rats. Cops. There's a lot of graffiti. There was a cat in our school once, like, what? some kid... In, in our freshman year, some kid came into my Spanish class and said, sorry, I'm late. There was a cat in the basement and I had to catch him. Okay. I never have heard that before. Yeah. That's cool. 
Um, yeah, and also about the opening sequence, I really love, um, when they're all arriving, you really get to know who everyone is by... Their parents. Yeah, pretty much. But also, I wanted to note that, um, that, uh, oh my god, what the fuck is his last name? John? Bender? Bender. I think I'm thinking (laughs) How dare you forget Bender? I wanted to say, I was gonna say, Bender is me showing up to school. (laughs) In the trench coat and glasses. Yeah, honestly. I think that's most kids showing up. Yeah, yeah. Except yeah. for the people who dress like they're going to the Met Gala every day. Yeah. And those who get driven the by their parents. People who, who wear, like, different outfits every day. Like, I have, like, one teacher who I don't think she's ever worn the same thing twice. And I'm like, that's how, I feel about how big is, like, yeah, we have this one friend who, like, always has new outfits. I'm like, how big is your closet? Like, please let me borrow some she, stuff. She's just like, oh, yeah. I get a couple. I asked her, this is again off topic, but I asked her where she shafts the other day and she goes, around. Like, what? (laughs) I want to know, like, where you got, like, because she wears, like, similar style stuff. So she's got to be getting it off from one store. So, you know what? What's one thing that I I love is when you watch a really, like, classic or really famous movie for the first time and you see scenes that you've seen parodied in other places and it finally clicks, like, oh, I've seen this before. So I made Miriam and Carly watch this clip before we recorded this episode. We didn't finish it. We didn't finish it because they didn't want to. But I'm I a huge. Did. It was all Miriam. <laughs> Miriam didn't want to watch it. So I'm a I huge was busy. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of Bob's Burgers, and there's this one episode where all the ki- like the kids in Bob's Burgers all get Saturday detention. Obviously, you see where I'm going with this, and they have the scene where they all pull up in the cars and the music's playing. And as soon as I saw this scene in the Breakfast Club, I was like, Oh my god! It's like that scene in Bob's Burgers. I have a and question. So I have a question. The Breakfast Club to Bob's <laughs> right? <laughs> right? That's, not, that's not what the creators of Bob's Burgers were going for. I I, I have a question for you, Shirley. Yes. Are you? heard don't you forget about me before this yeah yeah i've heard okay did you know it was from the breakfast club i think so like i i knew that it was from the breakfast club i just dropped them i'll be honest i just dropped the mic so it was from breakfast at tiffany's i thought i knew it was from like (laughs) breakfast something i mean they have okay first (laughs) of all i have one question that might get us into a whole different discussion no we need to back that up is it called why okay. is it called the Breakfast Club? Okay, because they're there all day. I googled this. I, I googled don't this. understand. I thought what here's what I thought it was going to be. So I guess we're kind of getting into that more they like, eat breakfast like plot there? things. What I thought it was going to be, and so this like you know this group of like very different kids, they kind of become friends throughout the course of this day. But then they have this whole conversation like, oh, we're not actually going to be friends, you know, anymore. Like when we go back to being in our cliques. What I thought it was going to be is that they ended up like meeting up before school and they would get breakfast together like so they could still be Literally friends no but one not else in the world thought that. <laughs> that was my theory but what i googled is that apparently like some i don't know who it was like someone's like there was something called the breakfast club at their school but i asked my dad about it and he was like oh it's just because they had to be there at breakfast time <laughs> so yeah. like i figured yeah. it was gonna, just gonna be some kind of group name they came up with and would be explained but i thought it would be that they would literally never was together. i just think it's cute yeah I it like is it rolls I off the tongue the but why off. you know yeah <laughs> another note that i had was and obviously this is super obvious but <laughs> so brian johnson um a character. His actor was also in Sixteen Candles with um Molly the Monroe. girl who plays Claire, Molly which I think is so. Yeah, cool. Anthony Michael. Because I because well, yeah, okay, sure. Uh, there's John the Brat Pack. Have you heard of that? 
Yeah, actually, it, it was just like a group of teens that were all in these movies together. Oh, like okay. especially Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall, they were in a lot of well, movies. Well, I read together. this article saying like Molly Ringwald, uh, he wrote uh, John Hughes wrote Sixteen Candles and Pretty in Pink for her, and she was like his muse. Yeah, because she's in like practically, especially I mean, just the teen ones. She's well, in all those. I know. Like I just want to say, like I she was love, sub- she loved Sixteen Candles. She was, I watched it on my sixteenth birthday. Yeah, she was supposed to be in Ferris Bueller, but like. He thought the role was too beneath her by that point. Oh, was she gonna be Sloane? Yeah, yeah, I think so. But um, uh, uh, I keep forgetting Anthony Michael Hall, who plays um Brian. The role of Ferris was written for him, so that's like he turned it down. Could you imagine? I don't. I don't know. I think. Did oh, actually, his career. I do. I do know. He said that um he was working on other projects, but that's just like he would have been a great Ferris. Go listen to our Ferris Bueller episode. Yeah, last week. Best movie to ever be made. No, two weeks ago. Two weeks sorry. Ago. Two weeks. We did Plain Trains and Automobiles. Yes, I'm sorry. Um, I keep forgetting about that one. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess... It was good, but, um... Another Ferris? note before, I guess, we get into the characters or anyone else's, like, thoughts. Speaking of Ferris Bueller, the principal, crazy guy, <laughs> like, yeah. crazy, kind of reminds me of, um... Mr. Mr. Ed Rooney. Mr. Ed Rooney well, from Ferris what? Bueller. I was thinking about that while I was watching the movie... Um, but I felt they were kind of, like, two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Like, they, I just felt that Rooney was, like, he has a mission. He cared too much, and the other one didn't care at all. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um, they're both very confident, but one's more confident in himself, and the other's more, like, insecure about himself, because Rooney's, like... I know Ferris is, I like, we're getting into Ferris Bueller now, but, like, Rooney's like, I know Ferris is taking the day off, and I know I'm not crazy. But then the principal, was his name Richard? Because they call him Dick. Uh, um, I, it was Mr. Vernon. I'm not going to call him Richard. Vernon, okay? He doesn't deserve my respect. Vernon Dursley? Oh it, was Richard Ver- <laughs> it was Richard Vernon. Anyways, but he was also confident and like, oh, Bender sucks. These kids are, like, bad. I have but he was. Can you. <laughs> I swear to God, when we get a third mic, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Anyways, um, it's just that Vernon was very, like, insecure about himself, and he's like, I'm not going to be made a fool of in front of these kids, you know? So I thought they were similar and different in those aspects. I am looking at Miriam shove a whole rice cake in her mouth right now. I'm really trying not to laugh. Um, Hopefully um, my point got across. Um, okay. So, let's discuss characters. Let's discuss characters. My voice did really spike there. Um, what order do we go in? So, obviously, we're going to do the the Breakfast Club. We're saving the best for last, a.k.a. Bender, so... No. Yes. Brian. Brian's the best. I love Brian. Okay, let's take a vote right now. Yours is Brian, mine's Bender. What about you, Miriam? Who my favorite is? Yeah. I hate to say it's Brian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... I don't want to sign with Shirley, but... Bender I hate the... democracy! <laughs> okay. Okay, well, do you want to just do who's... Yeah, let's do first? it in order of cast. By the way, okay. the opening credits, I have a little uh, gripe Why with this movie. Opening credits? Okay, just say it now. The then. opening credits, whenever they do it in alphabetical order, I hate that. And this movie did that, that, so I hated it, but... I didn't even notice, so... It says in alphabetical order. <laughs> I skipped the credits. <laughs> No, I was like, let's get this movie on with already. Harley watched it like three times speed. (laughs) That's what my brother does. Okay, so up first is Andrew Clark, played by Amelia 
Ami- oh my god. Okay. Andrew Clark, the athlete, who's played by Amelia. Emilio e- Estevez. E- oh my god, I keep doing it. We're gonna do it again. Andrew Clark played by. <laughs> do you want me to say it? No, I got it. So let's start with Andrew Clark, the athlete, who's played by Amelia. Oh my god, Emilio <laughs> Estevez. I don't know so I, keep doing. I learned something about him. He, he's that. Um, he he's Charlie. He's his father is Martin Sheen. Yeah, he's a Sheen. Um, well, no, he's an Estevez. <laughs> well, yeah, that's their actual family name, but Sheen is the. Why is he listed stage first? Is it just alphabetical? Um, his character. Yeah, it's an so, alphabetical, but his no, yeah, by it's um, the characters are an alphabetical. So it's very weird. Does anyone want to start with him? I have to think oh, for a I, minute. I, I, he was <laughs> right off the bat. I, what did what did he say he did to the kid? I forget. He taped the, the butt cheeks together. But I, I'm I'm like, I don't, I just don't get how how you can tape that. And like Not rip off that. skin. I'm like, okay. How imagine John Hughes wrote this movie, right? Yes. Yeah. This is part of our John Hughes. Will you all <laughs> shut up, please? Anyways, imagine him sitting in his basement or his office, wherever he writes from, right? And he's getting through all the characters, like I'm giving them their backstories, and then he gets to Andrew. What should I have? He gave up at that point. He was like, "What traumatic event should I give this child?" Oh yes, he taped a kid's butt cheeks. I together. feel like giving someone um a wedgie would be more like damaging yeah. than taping also, the butt cheeks. Also, why were his buns out anyway? Does no one wear? Because they're changing. Oh yeah, you're Still, right. Does like, no one yeah. wear well, underwear? Maybe they, in this maybe movie? they took it off. That that yeah. is that, that what happens be. in the locker room? Yeah, but also, I don't know. Why did he do this for his dad? Why did <laughs> his dad's been like? I'm real proud of you, boy. So, like, okay. So I always like to do the thing during our podcast for people who haven't seen the movie, which I don't know why you would listen to this if you haven't seen the movie because but we welcome spoilers. you. Yeah, um, but always we welcome spoiler. you. Um, no, we don't. <laughs> but so there's like this scene where they're all kind of talking about why they got detention. And they're they're high. Um, and um, he's like. Andrew's really emotional because he taped this kid's butt cheeks together. And I'm like, why would you Every do that? Say it, it gets funnier. It, yeah. it is really funny. But I literally, I thought I heard it wrong. So I went on my phone and I googled, why did Andrew get detention? Breakfast Club? And I was like, oh, I guess that is what happened. And I, so, I don't know. Here's what I have to think. Here's what I have to say about that character. Okay. It's not much. But I, um... I thought he was okay. Like, he was probably my... Him and Allison were probably my... Don't slander Allison. Okay, like he was probably my least favorite of okay. the, the Breakfast Well, club. I just... I think... But I have to say, I still quite like him, because it really shows... He does have heart to him. It's just yeah. peer pressure from probably his the worst... His friends and his per- dad. Yeah, I mean, mostly his dad, probably, yeah. which is probably, like, the hardest. Him because he is the most socially normal. Yes. You know, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, but I also think that in the beginning of the movie, when he sits next to Claire and he's like, keeps standing up for Claire when Bender's just kind of being a, yeah. a jerk. No offense, Carly. Um. <laughs> Seething right now. <laughs> um, I actually thought they were dating, but yeah. he, he seems like he, his heart is in the right place. He just made a bad decision. Yeah. And, um, but I do think the whole, like, I Googled at the end, like, did they remain friends? Like, what do people think about that? And I, I actually don't think that he, like, if Brian came up to him, I think he would still, like, you know, yeah. not really be Even, friend, so. I, I'll have to look it up. I feel like I Claire and Allison probably would have been friends still. 
I don't know. I think it, it really depends on what Claire was willing to lose. Well, no, I think it depends Brian mostly on if Allison showed up the next day wearing the, her makeover, I think. Yeah. Because oh, if she God. was dressed like... I have so like, many words about Yes, makeover. but we'll, we'll, we'll wait. Yeah. We're getting a little okay, ahead wait, of ourselves. Okay, so also, Andrew broke a glass door um, during detention, and nobody cared. When? Yeah. So when, he was, like, singing or something? Yeah, when they, when he played uh, blast music, boxed, yeah. He hotboxed, like, a room in this library. By the way nicest school library I like know, yeah. super modern looking like super nice but throughout the movie they all just destroy the library <laughs> and i'm like they are going to be in detention for the rest of their lives like aren't they scared of getting in trouble i guess not like they don't care at all but yeah i don't really have much more to say about uh, andrew does anyone really yeah i just think allison would <laughs> Well, that yeah. came out of nowhere. That no, did come out of nowhere. Um, he was like, wow, she put on I, a different shirt. I don't think so. But we'll wait. So. I mean, they had one conversation. No, no, we're not going to wait. Why do you think that? Why didn't you? Um, because if you see throughout the movie, I don't like that it's like, oh, he finally like takes notice of her after the makeover. But if you do see throughout the movie, he is kind of like, I don't know, giving her but some to be eyes. Fair, there were deep conversations between everyone, you know? Yeah, well, you don't see, you don't see Andrew and Bender making. Yeah, out but in if the we're corner. gonna talk about the biggest left fielder here, like we got there talk, was more tension between gonna, the two of yeah, them. But, but Cla- there was a lot of yeah, tension. but but Claire and Bender, like, come on, that's even more out of left field. If we're being honest, I don't think so. But I, I don't think it was morning. gonna last. I've, There's so always like the good girl me. gets with the bad guy. I know, but he called her a bitch. She said she hated him. Shall we go to Bender next? Yeah, I think we should. So Bender, Bender's played by. Judd Nelson. He's the criminal. I'm not saying that I thought that their relationship, like, I know would be good, yeah. but I think it made more sense than Andrew and Allison's. I do think that Claire should have I, remained... I could have seen Allison and Brian. Yeah, that's honest. what... Because he even no. says when... No, I do, because when... I mean, they didn't have much, like, screen time together, and I wouldn't... If they did get together at the end of the film, I would have been like, uh, okay. That but was kind of rushed, you But know? it made more sense, because... Brian, when he's talking about, like, hey, are you guys going to come up to me, like, on Monday, like, and everyone's like, no, and it's like, I guess me and Allison are just better people. They're besties. Yeah, like, <laughs> would you come up to me, Allison? You She's like, you know, she parents, says, yeah. So. To be honest, so, I guess kind of going back to Bender, there's, like, you can get, like, really almost, like, deep into Bender's character. Yeah. I do feel bad for him, and I think that's why he does bad things, and I think that's why Claire fell for him at the end, because she saw that the reason why he's super, like, he seems super mean is because he's kind of, like, shielding himself from... When he put Claire's earring on. Yeah. But, so, I actually did like their relationship. I'm sorry. I mean, like, I've seen this before, and I knew they got together. But watching it, I was so shocked at, like, there's no, like, hint of getting together. Because the scene before she You just don't have eyes. Oh, my God. The scene before she goes in, like... You know, they do a little hanky pink. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, do we believe that they says, actually, like, you says, know, in I, the closet? No, because she leaves, doesn't she? I don't know. But there she, was, like, a break in Okay, well, them. she goes and she kisses his neck. They do some necking. Um, and But the scene before, she screams, I hate you at him. And all of a sudden, she's like, mm, I'm going to go get him out. Okay, I may actually be siding with Miriam a bit more now. Shut up. You guys have obviously never heard of enemies to lovers. Okay. It went, it went from enemies, enemy, enemies, lovers. Like, Let's have sex boom. In the yeah, like, 
it was look, pretty extreme. If Bender looks like that. Oh my god, Carly. I mean, <laughs> but he says so many awful things about he her. Does. And then he really she, objectifies then, her. And, like, I get if she was, like, still, because it's, like, you know, she's immature, she's in high school, and if she still was, like, okay, I'm gonna be with him, but it's just, she says, I hate you, and then the following scene, well, they're both, like, you know, they're not. I kind of agree with both of you, but I, I, I actually am changing my opinion, so none like, of I them, where I stand. <laughs> none of them are arguably great people. Brian is. Brian and Allison are probably the best. Allison's a little weird. Well, she's weird. Can you get... get uh, uh, uh. Okay, that was weird. <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay, Bender. I actually feel... So, Bender's kind of a jerk, but, you know, my 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 heart has to feel a little bit bad for him because his home life is so messed up, and he clearly is channeling that in a very negative way. And, like, um, I really hope that he is... Obviously, he's not real, but if he were, I would really hope that he was able to kind of get his act together. Yeah, maybe, maybe Claire straightens him out and there's a little... <coughs> Sorry. You're a jerk! But I do think that um, a lot of his lines are pretty funny. Like, and I also like this idea of, like, he is, you know, not afraid to stand up. Like, when the principal's yeah. like, I'm going to give you detention, detention, well, I have you booked for the next two months. And he's like, does not care. Right, he keeps getting himself more detentions, and he only admits that he's upset after the principal leaves. Yeah, so I think that, that I really like it's that scene. Pr- well, there's a reason why he doesn't care that he's getting detention. Is he would rather be here than yeah. getting beaten up by his dad. Yeah. But it also is like you know he's kind of like stick it to the man, but then also realizes that he kind of screwed himself. You know, like yeah. But you know, it's like for him, it's I I feel like he doesn't want to be necessarily bad. It's just the upbringing he's had and he wants to get away from that so badly and the only way for him to really do that is to but i do bad stuff but you know part of me is like upset with bender because the way that he treated claire but then also another part of me is like i actually did did like his character someone's butt cheeks together (laughs) no (laughs) Um, we have a lot of assaulters in this movie but i actually i mean i have like a love-hate relationship with bender but you know at the same time okay (laughs) (laughs) he she obviously like not that i'm invalidating assault or anything i'm not but she obviously wasn't upset because she can she covers for him like right after that that same scene he's under the table and she like pushes him away and then he bumps the table but they all cover by coughing so Maybe she it was because she knew that she'd get more in, in more trouble. I don't like. know, but she obviously didn't seem that upset to me, especially because then later on in the movie they're all smoking and having a good time together. I think it was also kind of like because it was made in the eighties, it was kind of like they didn't yeah. know how to write this. Yeah, I just think there should have. I, I wouldn't have. I, I, just, I wouldn't have minded it as much as if like they had one scene in there if it was just like he was like, "Hey, I'm sorry." Or yeah, so it was just I would like, have loved to see an apology. Because all of a sudden she's just like, okay, let's let's get together. Panky panky. I mean, I like their relationship, but then also, like, I think it would have been made so much better with um, an apology. But I mean, I did like his character, and I really like when he, he distracted, like, when they were all, you know, running around. Um, they were obviously not in the library. I liked when Bender distracted the principal so they could get back to the library. And I especially like, he goes to the gym and he starts playing basketball and he's like, I'm trying to get a scholarship. I thought that was really funny. (laughs) But if you look at his shoes, he's wearing one of his boots that he wears throughout the movie, but he's also wearing one sneaker. Yeah. Where did he get that sneaker? I don't know. And why is he only wearing one? But you know, that was my 
That, that was it. <laughs> okay, um, I guess we talk about her a little, but let's talk about Claire, Claire? Standish. Okay, the so princess I only actually have one. Played by Molly Ringwald. Shirley's cutting me off. Sorry. Love Molly I Ringwald. I only have one note about her, and that's like, I think she's like really cool. I love Claire, <laughs> but I actually, so I only actually wrote one note about her. I have, I have a lot more to say about her, but I wrote, let me find it. We'll be here um, for a while. I wrote, I love Claire's sushi setup. She is so extra and I love it. Um, because, so when they eat lunch, she pulls out like a whole like sushi tray. And it's not just like takeout sushi. It's like she has like the wooden tray and like she has a whole setup. And I'm like, I love that. I I really like her. I, I really like her. I think she was a really cool character and I think she actually seems sweet. I just think that her friends maybe aren't the best and pressure her to do some things that she doesn't want to do. But I think she actually does seem like a kind person. Yeah, I ultimately think, like, Claire's, uh, thing is that she's just, she suffers from peer peer pressure, because I think otherwise she's, she's a good person, and peer pressure is just, like, her sort of downfall is that she cares about what other people think of her, but she's pretty much nice to the whole group other than, like, Bender, and even in that case, she's, she's nice to, justified, but also there's some points where she is nice to him, she covers for him, yeah, um, gives him her diamond earring at the end, which, like, you said I hate you two scenes ago, but now you're gonna give him a diamond earring, okay, is real? Yes! Diamond earring! (laughs) Who came up in the ocean? Oh my god! And then they were gonna try and look for it, sorry. Well, they did find it. Good job, Kylie. Um, I guess, do you have anything to say? Yeah, Carly found it. Um, (laughs) Maybe if you watch the show. Carly. Okay, we're talking about the breakfast club. Okay, Carly, do you have anything to say about Claire? No, because it's going to Yeah, so let's talk about. I mean, I do, like, I just appreciate how she went out of her way to, at the end, to, like, talk to Allison. You know what else I appreciate? I I, I agree with you, but you know what else I appreciate? That she isn't, like, she is the, the quote-unquote popular girl, but she isn't, like, the stereotypical popular girl. She has... Yeah, she's, she's not, not mean. She's not mean, and she's not one-sided. And a lot of times when we see the stereotypical popular girl, we just see this girl that all she cares about is being pretty, and all she cares about is herself, and all she cares about is popularity. And yes, Claire cares about popularity, and yes, she cares about... She, Claire, she cares about being pretty, but she cares yeah. about so much more, and she's... I mean, Skip you school know. to go shopping. So. She well, she's a girl boss, you know. So. Yeah, got, you gotta do it. Okay, let's talk about me and Shirley's favorite character, Brian, the Brain, played by Anthony Michael Hall. So I have been dying to read this note. Okay, that I wrote because I think it's really funny. Okay, so they Carly, are, assigned... are you playing Zen match? No, she's texting her dad. So, they were assigned to each write a 1,000-word essay during their detention. Yeah. And it was really stressing me out that they weren't actually writing the essay because I'm so, I've am so i never, like, not turned in a piece of homework at, at my high school. And so, Who are you? <laughs> I, like, I would be really stressed out about not doing the essay. And well, essay is a little bit different than, like, my math homework that was two problems. No. That I forgot about. No, like, I write all my homework down. So, anyways... I wrote in my notes pretty early on in the movie, do we ever actually see them write the essay? And then <laughs> at the end of the movie, I went back to that note and I wrote, okay, never mind. Brian did the paper. Um, I do have something along that point. I wrote in my notes about like, I don't remember exactly where in the movie this is, but there's at least some point in the movie where they all attempt, like not attempt, but they all like sit down and 
look at the paper and then they're like well how does he expect us to write about who he thinks like what he how i forget what they said but like how, what we think we are or something like that right so i just thought it was all interest interesting how they all kind of struggled with that prompt until the end where they all opened up to each other so that's i didn't even think about it like that yeah that's really cool and i love that brian does the paper though and so do you want to talk to me well i just want to say brian, brian is my favorite i definitely you know it's it's sad um i mean a lot of stuff about brian's sad. i i really like hated um re-watching this because i just i knew why all of them were there and brian's there because he had a flare gun in his locker yeah that he was intending to um end his life with um would that even work like i mean i think if you if, did put it did it right yeah yeah so i just i think that um like the one thing is that he like i hated how they were all like dismissing him in the start of the movie before they know why he's there where yeah, they were just sort of like oh well you're like a parent's wet dream your parents must love you but clearly he isn't because he's in saturday attention so clearly he does he's not you know fully perfect yeah okay so i love brian brian i would totally i would totally be friends with brian other than the fact that he's in the physics club and i hate physics but i'll let it slide because brian seems so sweet yeah he, he seems, seems sweet so nice. and that like he would sort of be like friends with anybody he would be friends with anybody he would definitely help you with your math homework yeah um and then he'd be the one who would like help you give up helping you and then end up doing it yeah um just... and he just seems you know like a really nice guy and i wish that they had you know accepted him quicker and i i felt really bad for him when he asked you know be honest like, are we going to be, are we going to stay friends? And they yeah. all were basically like, nah, no, <laughs> no. whatever, nah. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, aw. And he, it was Brian. just pretty much like, because he was sort of the last to go on, um, like, why I'm here and yeah. whatever. And, like, everyone else had already, like, told all these things and that, like, they hated being who they are. They hated the peer pressure and everything. And then they were just like, we're just going to go back to the way things were, like, this, yeah. this hasn't we've had he all was these the only one willing to change yeah we've had all these in-depth conversations and like you know we're just not even gonna pay attention to one another on when monday comes yeah and can i we, sorry i was just gonna say can we just take like a side note like i've never heard of an eight-hour detention well like, saturday i think okay. that might be For, well thing. first of all on a saturday and eight hours because i thought like you just get detention after school yeah, and then it's, it's just... really, really bad like tape someone's butt cheeks together <laughs> yeah but like but like when did claire just skip school which like nobody gets punished for anymore oh my god like there's at least like maybe like three people in each of my classes every day skipping but um me and carly talked about this like briefly before we started recording does our high school obviously we're not going to say the name but does our high school even have detention i don't think i've ever heard of someone getting detention i don't think i like i've never been threatened with detention. i think it does but it might be like teacher specific like my chem teacher threatens it a lot but i don't know if he's actually done it i think it's just like a lie (laughs) yeah i think they have to have it like if a teacher was like i don't know i think first off i don't think i think no one really does anything too bad and if they do they just get suspended and i think that some like nowadays first off our school's pretty big so like getting everyone who skips class is like pretty difficult to it would them be like to... multiple classrooms full of people yeah and i think but if they skip to go shopping yeah that's a different story yeah that's borderline felony pretty much misdemeanor that, at least literally 
You're going to jail for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten years. Um, but I think... Um, also, their detention wasn't eight hours, it was nine hours. Excuse me. <laughs> Just had to throw that in there. Yeah. Okay, should we move on to Allison? Love Brian, but yeah, let's move yeah, on to Allison. Yeah, so, um, Allison, Re- Allison Reynolds, who's the basket place, who's played by Allie Shetty. I love when actors and characters say the, share the name, because Allie is short for yeah. Allison, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I love that. Um... The dandruff, dandruff. scene, <laughs> yeah, like literally made me feel sick. Yeah, so there, yeah, there's this scene where she's she does this incredible drawing. Seems like pretty quickly that she did it. I know, and then only like, she did like five seconds. Yeah, and um, then she just shakes her head, and all this dandruff falls off and becomes like snow. And it's like a landscape yeah. picture. Um, I think my favorite Allison scene was when she was you know eating her lunch and she was like. What did she put oh, on She the put sugar, like, no, pixie sticks, and Captain Crunch. Crushed yeah, up. she, like, put a bunch of stuff I on her sandwich. I thing about Brian that I forgot. <laughs> I just want to say I thought Brian was really funny when he was high and he was trying to, like, bite the smoke. That was just really funny. And yeah. he had the sunglasses. Sorry. Give me the damn mic. <laughs> God. Anyway, if I could continue my <laughs> sentence. When I she... Think, I think me, me and Carly both have mics. I don't think Shirley should talk anymore. No. She, um, she has to get, she has there's, to get like, a mic. giant, like, tree statue in the middle of the library it's like a that that's what it is i was like what is that? It, I, I don't a tree not a tree it like doesn't a have leaves or anything sculpture so, i don't know but either way she's going through the lunch and she takes out the piece of cheese and she just throws it and it just sticks and to the sculpture i think it's baloney and then like anytime you see a shot of like the desks or the bottom of the sculpture the cheese is just sitting there because yeah. it falls <laughs> off eventually it was so funny to me like that yeah, yeah. That was my I, favorite scene of her. So I actually, so I, I hated like that, that weird little like squeal thing that she did. The like, you know. <laughs> yeah. But um, I was really wondering if she was gonna talk at all during the movie. I like for the yeah. first like bit, I was like, she's not gonna talk, is she? And so when she finally talked, I checked the time, and it was around thirty three slash thirty four minutes. So she did not have her first line until thirty three slash. 34 minutes but the into the movie. Enough. Yeah, what the a dandruff But, like, what a girl boss when she talks to them and she's like, you know. What do you drink? <laughs> Vodka. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I think my, like, I don't know. I think my favorite scenes are just sort of where, for her at least, is like when she, like, you know, smacks them down. Or I love, I love what I found, like, pretty um, interesting about our characters when, you know, everyone's there because he did these things and Allison's there because she did nothing she just showed up and nobody really seemed to take notice yeah because it's the principal seems quite it seems like he's the one who sent them all to detention we have to talk about the makeover that's yes let's talk about that makeover now oh she looked like where did that shirt come from i know but yeah okay so she becomes claire makes her over to pretty much like look like her or like you know preppy pretty girl look the and classic it, makeover yes, scene. The only yeah. thing missing was that she didn't have glasses that they yeah. took off. But um, her, I think, especially, I mean, maybe today, like, that style is more, and now what Allison, like, was before, where is back then, it yeah. m- might have been, but I think her, like, her style is, like, cool, and her hair, I really liked her hair, and then they push it back, and it's, like, the ugliest thing. Where'd they get that headband? Where did they get all this I, stuff? Well, Claire took out, like, five pounds of sushi, 
right? Yeah. So maybe she's got some stuff stocked away. <laughs> yeah, in that little purse. Or they just raided someone's locker or something. Yeah. Maybe she's got them in her locker. Claire has that stuff. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the makeover. Because sometimes, I mean, makeovers and... I don't know. I think sometimes makeovers in movies, like... They very but, rarely hit the mark. Yeah, but sometimes but just, I think they're good, like, in Clueless. I like to, like that makeover. Just the way they're used, though. Like, a, a character can't have their own yeah. sense of style. They have to be like someone else in order to be accepted. Yeah. And rep- that's when Andrew falls in love with her. So. Yeah, which I hate. Growth, I've noticed in women, which I don't like because it's saying, like, oh, women can only grow if they change the way they look. <laughs> We're picking it up with two mics now. Oh, my God. He's so little. Oh, yeah. Dude, he's, like, this big. Those are always the loudest dogs. Where is it? Okay, what was I saying? <laughs> mm, growth and women. So, I, I, I feel like makeovers in movies are oftentimes used to represent, like, growth in women. And I don't like that because it's saying, like, oh, women can only grow if they're changing their physical appearance. But I feel like Allison grew throughout that. I think she grew to see that, you know, she could open up to people. Yeah. And she could make new friends. And she didn't have to kind of, you know, close herself off to everyone. Yeah, because she so said she that, has no friends. That growth was there. We didn't have to see, you know, her put on a headband and take off her coat, you know? Yeah. I think maybe the makeover is more to symbolize, uh, like, maybe a Claire like, it's and like Allison. A visual it's more for Claire, I think, almost, that she's just, like, willing to do this yeah. for Allison. Yeah, I mean, if Allison was into it, like, it's okay, you know? Yeah, but, but just, you like, know, the former look was better. But, and also, where did they get the headband? Well, I mean, there is this specific scene when she's giving her the makeover where she's talking about, like, her eyeshadow or her mascara or whatever, and she's like, I'm so glad you don't have that stuff on your eyes anymore. And Allison's like, well, I like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But, so, that... But, maybe she didn't stay with the look. We'll never know. There's no breakfast club, too, so... The lunch club. (laughs) And then it'll be the dinner club. And then the dessert club. And then the midnight before, snack club. Before dinner club, it's appetizers club. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess, hors d'oeuvres I club. guess we talked about Vernon a little, but if okay, any other I notes? have things to say about Okay, him. about Paul Glenson. I'm pulling out my notes, Vice guys. Principal, principal okay. Richard Vernon, a.k.a. I wrote Dick. in my notes, what the hell is wrong with the principal? He's so mean. <laughs> I think the principal is an idiot. Because these kids are smoking weed, they are breaking stuff, they are breaking out of detention, Blasting they are making shit. out, they are having sex. <laughs> and the prin- where is the principal? Where where is he? And then he he's freaks in out the basement. Over a closed door. He freaks out. He's the- in the yeah. He's in the basement with the jam. He's in the basement like getting it. <laughs> so okay. I wonder if they ever did it. <laughs> they were down there long enough. They were down there for a while, but I just think he's so incompetent. Um, but also, he is a jerk, because... Dick? He's a dick, because... So, he, I believe that he knows about Bender's messed up home life, and I wrote in my notes, I said, I think the principal knows about Bender's messed up home life, because when he's talking to Bender, and he says, think of your family, because he's, I don't remember the exact, like, thing, like, what they were talking about before, but he says, think of your family, he pauses and then he says, think of your dope, because he knows that Bender's family doesn't care about him. Um, and but, he he's using that to kind of get under, under Bender's skin. And he also, there's this part where he takes but, Bender into a closet well, and he's like, 
Can I? I'm just, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this part where he takes Bender into a closet and he's like, hit me, hit me. Like, no one's going to believe that, you know, no one's going to believe you. Who are they going to believe, me or you? He is breaking so many rules. Yeah. He's breaking so many codes. And he is really... I feel like what the school should be trying to do is support this kid who clearly is troubled and clearly needs help and clearly well, has one, a messed up home life. The 80s, yeah. I know, but still, this man well, has no... One thing Ugh. I do have to say is um, when he's saying, thank you for your family, th- and then says thank you for your job, I think, I won't say he necessarily knows about the family situation in that because it could possibly mean that, like, you know, Vernon just thinks that okay. uh, I, I that Bender cares more about his dope than his family. How I but, interpreted the... Sorry. I yeah, was just gonna, like I said, it all ties back to his insecurity because earlier in the movie, Bender was, like, going off on him and, you know, he couldn't really get Bender under control. So he takes him into a closet where he has him by himself and, and yeah. breaks out using the ceiling. But, you know. That, yeah, that he, scene he is that, a little so. very, um, what you said, Charlie, like. You're breaking so many rules yeah. right now. Yeah. Like, but it's just a, a form of control up. from him. So, um, I I think here's why I'm actually I'm gonna disagree with you, Miriam. Though, okay. um, when you know you're saying like, oh well, I think he thinks his drugs are more important. I think he does think that, but the I way mean, that he and I can picture this scene because I remember as soon as I saw it, I went back and like I think I rewatched that scene. The way that he says it, he paused. He goes, "Think of your family," and then he kind of realizes. Well, like, like I won't, he, I want to now. I'm just giving another. Yeah, you're being like devil's advocate. I get that. Yeah, um, but yeah, I I don't like him. I think he's not good at his job. I again, I know it's the '80s, but I think people could still be kind in the '80s. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. well, I really, clearly, I really, but I really think in this person. in this film and most John Hughes films, but especially this film, it's like adults are the enemy sort of oh, feeling. Yeah. Allison has got a good line about this of like. It's inevitable that we end up like our parents. Like when you get older, oh, yeah. your like heart those dies. progressive ads that are like <laughs> keeping people from turning into their parents. <laughs> um, do we want to do a really quick note about the janitor? I just want to Carl. Yes. Oh, he's King. in the opening scene, the opening sequence. Did you know this? Yeah. I think I screenshotted it. What? Hey, Did so... you watch this on your phone? No, I went back um to watch the opening sequence because there's a few yeah. things I wanted to screenshot. Carl Reed, there's a photo of him. It says man of the year. I guess he, he went to the school, you know, so and there was a photo of him in the opening sequence. Yeah. Well, I think that's another example of like you know, maybe Andrew's future. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um but I loved him. If, he, you keep, if he keeps saving kids' butt cheeks together. Yeah, but I like I liked him a lot because he definitely seemed like an advocate. For yeah, the know, kids of like nice. you know, don't you get what it was like when you were their age? Like, this is just how kids. And feel. I also think like, um, I felt bad for him when they were making fun of him in the beginning. Like he clearly, you know, he's a yeah. hardworking person, and he's like a janitor on Saturday morning. Yeah, like, what like, the hell? He he's the wanna... only one too. It seems yeah. like. Well, at least he was chill. Yeah. He was um, chill. I I have a question. Yes. So, so, what do you think when they what What do you think is what happened when they went back to school on Monday? Well, like I said, I think there's certain combinations of characters that would acknowledge each other's presence. Like, I don't know, maybe maybe Claire and Bender. I don't I don't think that relationship's ever gonna work. But, and I'm not just saying that because I'm jealous or anything. I'm just just saying. <laughs> um, no, but I feel like Alice and Brian definitely were became besties after this. <laughs> That's my headcanon. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
And then, obviously, Allison and Andrew already knew each other. I feel like Bender might try, but if he doesn't really change anything about himself, or, like, if Claire doesn't help him change, then everything just might go back to normal for him. Um, and Allison and Claire, I think, would be, would acknowledge each other. But I, I don't know I, if, like, them I as think, a group I would think, ever hang out. Yeah, I think after the makeover, if she kept the makeover, I think she might, um, Claire might try to get Allison to, like, join the friend group. But if she went back to the normal way, I don't know if she would, at least not in front of her friends. Like, I wouldn't doubt that she'd, like, give her a wave or something, but I don't think they would so ever Claire really So Claire wouldn't have any growth, you think, because... I, I just that think... That one's hard. I, like, I don't know where I I think she'd that. acknowledge like, her, but I don't... I the part about Claire and Allison, because I really don't know bestie well um this is mine but it's partially shirley do you want to give yours first whatever um yeah i, I agree with i agree with carly again up until the the, the the allison and claire thing i don't really know about that but i would like to say that i still like my theory of like the breakfast club it means that they're gonna meet up and have breakfast together sometimes <laughs> before school they're gonna meet up before school i like that idea and I think that in a perfect world, that's what would have happened. They would have stayed friends. So yeah, I don't necessarily think it actually happened, but I would have liked that that. Happened. Yeah, well, mine is partially inspired by a Reddit post because I looked this up after, and it gave mm-hmm. me an idea that like I really hoped happened because it sounds like I I could see it, but also like it just seems weird. But um, that's I'll, how I feel about like yeah. But I'll start things. I'll start with the main thing, which is I think first off, I don't think Claire and Bender would vary. They wouldn't last. Yeah. yeah, no. It definitely seems, first off, they were very rude to one another throughout the whole movie, which I have obviously yeah, previously stated. But I think that um, they were just so polar opposite that, like, I, I don't I, I don't think they would really, either fun groups wouldn't, wouldn't be too thrilled about it, and I think both would probably buy it into it. Um, maybe a little secret thing, but even then, I don't really feel like they... Like, we're so compatible that they would be able to do a relationship. I like how they're trying to push the agenda of, like, your friend group can't doesn't have to be just your friend group. Like, you can branch out into, like, other cliques yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. But that's not always the case because you might just not like someone, you know? So yeah. I feel like that's probably what would happen. I, I feel like, yeah. um, maybe this is just, like, my, my personal experience. I feel like nowadays, like, yeah, uh, I was schools are a lot less clicky than yeah. they were portrayed yeah. and still are portrayed yeah. in movies. I mean, we're not, we're not, we're not in the most popular group, but I think everyone is <laughs> That's generally... That's a way of calling us losers. <laughs> well, we're not that low on, but I think, I think everyone is, at least, at least for the girls, I think most girls are pretty nice, and some of the boys, too, but there's a couple I think there's assholes like I know that... Groups. And the people who would have been, pop, like, quote-unquote popular back in, like, the 80s, like, I think they're just popular amongst each other. Yeah, whereas I, th- I think now, I think now what I view as popular is the people that are, like, very, like, extroverted and, like, able to do that. But also, like, sports, I feel like it's kind of, like, a little bit of a, but I don't really think there's very much clicks. Like, I feel like everyone is sort of friendly with one another. Yeah. There's a couple meanie people. Meanie, <laughs> yeah, but there's asshole like people. people everywhere. Yeah, um, yeah. So I actually have a question for you guys. Well, I am not this. sorry. Finished. <laughs> um. So and then concerning the other relationship, I don't think Aunt. Like I said, I, I really think it all depends on if Allison like keeps her makeover or not. But I don't see the two of them lasting. I think they're more likely than uh, 
Bender and Claire because both of them are much more passive in a way of not like not aggressive towards one another. So I don't know, but this this the part that I'm stealing that I think is so I could totally I t- I want to see it is that Brian and Bender stay friends. Like I could kind of see that in a way. I could kind of see that. Like like they they go them, and they smoke together. Yeah. Neither of them really have like a friend group to impress. So. Brian has the physics club. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I, I'm going to read what the Reddit post says because I really like this. Brian tries really hard to maintain a relationship with the others, but they all <gasps> brush him this. off except, okay, and then except Bender. Brian and Bender end up becoming really good friends. Years later, when Brian is a wealthy executive, he spends a lot of his money trying to help Bender stay off drugs and alcohol. Never mind. I didn't read this. <laughs> I read something that started very similar. But I, I, I could... And the one I read was about Brian and Allison. And then someone says, mostly because I imagine Brian would grow up to be a Bill Gates type. He um, would. Yeah. Hopefully more... Brian's um, going to rule the world. Yeah. Maybe rule the world, He's but gonna, hopefully... Because that essay. Hopefully, hopefully a little less dumb. Hopefully less you know, bald. You know, Why, awkward and controversial. He bald. <laughs> nowadays. <laughs> what do you have against bald people? Nothing. Shirley, you're Shirley. Right Shirley, you're hairophobic. Okay. <laughs> My question: During yes. the opening sequence, which I mentioned earlier, when they're showing, you, you love opening sequences. Of I movies. do. When um, roll the shining. <laughs> um. So during the opening sequence of this movie, um, when they're like showing the school, yes. Um. There's a really important detail that it pertains to Brian. Oh my god, yes. Did you guys see it? No, I don't remember the opening sequence at all. <laughs> you okay. skipped over I'm, it, Carly. I'm going to show you the photo, oh my god. and I want you to see if, if you recognize it. Is it like a hole? What? In the locker or something? That freaking elephant lamp he was supposed to make. It's his locker. They show his locker. Let me see. I can barely see it. It's no, I zoomed image. in. Okay. Look. Okay, so... If obviously you guys can't see the photo, but it's a it's a screenshot that I took of the locker in the opening sequence. It's all burned up and clearly is like blown up. That's Brian's a flare locker. Flare gun can do that. Jeez, then it, it definitely could have killed him. Flare gun does. And also, I kind of thought, I know, that but like burn the whole locker down. I kind of thought this might be a stretch for for some of them, but I kind of thought that there was something in the opening credits to or the opening sequence to represent each of them. There were yeah. ink blots to kind of represent you know, Allison, and there was, like, the locker room to represent Andrew and, and so on and so forth. And so, I guess that's... Do you guys want to do ratings? Yeah, let's get into our ratings. So, let's start with... What my, Rotten Tomatoes has to say? Yes. So, on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, the critic score, at least, it has an 89%. Really? What's the audience score? The audience score is a 92%. But this movie is certified fresh. Oh, the certified fresh. <laughs> so, I guess I'll start. Yeah. I would give this movie... I would give it an 89. I think that's pretty good. But I want to be rounded, so I'm going to give it a 90 to round up. Because I don't like odd numbers. Anyway, <laughs> okay. um, I think it's just a fun... It's, I, li- I like these movies that, like... They're related to teens, and they feel like, like a teen wrote them. Like he, yeah. John Hughes. Let's just to say John Hughes is very good at writing. From like the was teen he the ultimate teenager? Yeah, teenager and adult body. 
Um, he was like each member of the Breakfast Club. He, he, turned he, into he, he one. was he was like Sean Ray. Like the Power Rangers. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I love this film, and I mean I think part part of the stuff, you know, we were sort of having discussion of what we would want from a film that like what the film didn't give us, and I think the one thing is like. Um, Why is it called the Breakfast Club? <laughs> I think I think maybe this is more to do with it being a different time period, um, and but like now, like just like some of the stuff. First off, uh, Bender and Claire, I will never accept that they get together after he calls her a bitch and she says he she hates him and he also assaults her. So anyway, yeah, I definitely like flip flopped with that. Okay, Shirley, you go. So my rating, um, I'm gonna give this movie a 98. And that's really high. And the 2% that I took off was because it's dated. And, like... Uh, just a little. I don't think it's too badly dated. Like, uh, there's... You have situations. to kind of look at it with, a, like, this was written and made in the 80s. Yeah. So, but I think that this, this is a... I really liked the characters. And I really liked the movie. And I really liked the cinematography of the movie. And I really liked the style and the set. And I really liked it. I thought it, I thought it was good. Like, I would... I, like, wanted to watch it again, you know? And I, again, like, the 2% off for it, for certain things just not really being acceptable. Yeah, and, um, but I like that not all the characters stated in, like, their stereotypes, which obviously yes. was the point of the film that everyone yes. is different. Duh, Miriam. I'd give it a 95, and I'm being rushed, so I'm not gonna give my reason. Oh, you can give no, your reason. reason! What was the reason? I, I don't know, it was good. I don't, we already discussed it. Okay. Um, so Bender, see. Bender's the reason I gave it a 95. Oh my god. <laughs> just Bender. Um, it was your pick. Did you, but you liked it less than I, Ferris. Yeah, so Ferris, Ferris is, is the my ultimate. favorite. Yes. Yeah, and this is probably, which I, is, like, I like them the same. Okay. I don't actually know what I gave, what did I give Ferris? Um, you give it a 99. Okay, so I guess I like Ferris a little bit more. <laughs> okay, what are we gonna do next, Shirley? This is for our, our new theme. theme. Is Monty <laughs> Python. <laughs> Our next theme is Monty Python, and I am going to pick Monty Python and the whole and the. <laughs> Our next theme is Monty Python, okay, okay, and the whole, I'm going to pick, pick Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Yay! So, so fun. very exciting. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Couch Potato Critics. Um, make sure to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, share us, do whatever you have to do to stay connected, and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>